What up, what up? It's your host, Vuskeen, a.k.a. Fatback Jackson. Ooh, with my co-host. Jordan Lee, the horror for Al. And this is the Cookout Podcast. The world's most secure podcast. It was hard for me to get through that. I have crunching and shit. Lord, my voice still gone. This is good as shit, though. What's good, Frisia? What's happening? I couldn't call it. How y'all feeling after the Christmas holiday? How was Christmas? How was the holidays? It was good. Good to see the fam all together in one one house. Mm -hmm. What you doing, Sam? No, I just had the family over to the house and, uh, you know, prepare some food and shit. We did our little opening gifts at the house and shit. Mm-hmm. You do that on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? We usually do it on Christmas Eve, but this year we did it on Christmas Day because usually my mom works on Christmas, so we do it on uh, Christmas Eve. But this year it was the other way around, so she worked Christmas Eve. Okay. It was off Christmas, so we did it Christmas. And Mal, he he buy everybody a gift. I always commend it, bro. He get all his... Nep- every single nephew, every single niece. That's what's up. Brothers, sisters. Man, I mean, walking out with like about 25 to 30 gifts. And I ain't even got no damn kids. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I had a kid so that'd be an excuse for me not to buy everybody shit. But like, hey, man, my kid got to have Christmas too. You know what I'm saying? Just my, my kid and my mama. You know what I'm saying? But now I get everybody gifts. I'm saying that's what the single relative is supposed to do. What'd you do, Miss Lee? We um, do our family gatherings Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. So our house hops all Christmas Eve, and then the babies open up their gifts Christmas Day, and we've been in the house ever since. I see on your snap, they was passing out dollars. Where yeah. y'all, one of the places y'all stopped at. We, um, I said, okay then. My stepdad does this little game where you reach in the Santa stocking or Santa hat or whatever he chooses for the year. And you get to keep picking. As long as you pick a dollar, you get to keep picking until you pick a five, a 20, or a hundred. Mm-hmm. So one year, my aunt picked like 51s and then a 20. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like you get to keep picking. Right. Some years, you might pick a single than a five. So, right. But come up is real if you know how to finagle it. Yeah, I didn't do too much. I kicked it with the family. Um, I was supposed to go out of town. I didn't get to make it to go see my uh, my nana. Which was fucking with me, but I will make sure I go see her sometime soon. What we got with the world news, Miss Lee? I just want to touch on this little Trump shit real fast. Because, Malcolm, you were just saying he only got a little bit of time left. Right. But my thing is, is everybody been having civics lessons on social media. We all trying to get this shit right about what impeachment is and what's really going on. And as far as I've... You know what I'm saying? Like, he can still run for presidency. I know. For the next term, if yeah. we don't, if it's nothing, you know what I'm saying? If he's not convicted and if he's not, you know, removed from office. So, it's still very serious. Like, it's all this, like, people think it's over and done, but then it's not. What y'all think about Sean King going super hard for Bernie Sanders, though? Right. I just I don't fucks know. With, I fucks with Bernie Sanders. The only thing is his age. That's my, and that's. Oh, I believe everything he say. Oh, I just it, it just his age. Just the oldest. The I, don't know. I mean, you. I hate I hate to say this, man. I don't know if that motherfucker can make it four years, man. The That's presidency crazy. ages you. Like you see how Obama went from black hair to white hair, and uh, like 
the presidency ages, you know, I can say that maybe Bernie could go in with a little less stress, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he might walk in. He in there smoking. He's smoking weed. Right, he might you go, know you know, then, you know, weed is legal for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, he might go in there and it'd be super cool for the next eight years and he does not die. But he just seems... So and then what's the uh, what's the Asian looking dude everybody been fucking with because he talking about uh, talking about giving out a thousand dollars a month and shit like that. Hey man, he buying y'all votes, man. You don't no, no, he is not buying votes. So that makes perfect sense. That is that is putting money into the economy. Imagine if you had an extra thousand dollars a month, you would be going out buying something. You would be it would be putting more I money into want, the economy. I don't. Man, eventually, uh, at the end of the day, man, that shit come from the government, and you gonna owe that shit eventually. Right. All my money come from the government. You gonna look up and not have no damn tax. I don't, I don't tax shit. Free, He's brother. trying to sneak in our reparations, and y'all trying to hold him. I don't uh, want shit. I don't want shit. That they and then you know people gonna abuse that money anyway, yes. man. They Nobody abuse like they abuse income tax. Like they abuse every. It's money that goes into the. That's what that biggest. The biggest thing people need it's to more get money from for somebody to fuck the up. biggest thing people need to get from even this proposal is there is so much money out there. Yeah. For every, you know what I mean. Everybody can eat. Mm-hmm. I just, like you. This if if we say this is a hundred dollars, this is a hundred dollars, right. and somebody will pay a hundred. You know what I mean? It's money is relative. It's whatever we say it is. We can, if we can get a money printing machine right here and print off a million dollars and it be legit and we can just put that out in the economy, it's, it's, let's cut down a tree and make some money. Like, politicians acting like, where is this money going to come from if you start paying your fucking taxes? That's where it comes from. Like, the money is there. The money is out there. We got billionaires and millionaires out. Like, the money is out there for us to have. How you got a whole state lottery that nobody's won that's $6 billion? So, you, this is a pot of money just sitting somewhere? Right. $6 billion just sitting somewhere? Waiting for somebody to win it? Like, come on. Money is whatever we say it is. So, let's start setting off. Okay, like, I was about to put a whole new... <laughs> whole new coin out there but for real money is whatever we say it is so why not give us a thousand dollars a month I don't know who's it hurting like hey like I don't know which which rapper somebody said this but all money ain't good money you heard it your paychecks is coming from the government but I earned that money and you earn that thousand dollars a month this thousand dollars is being given to you you it's, are, you, you it's earn, a difference between earning and giving. You you know how it's you a earn a thousand dollars a month? It's, it's not giving. Like I'm this. not taking it. That's the government. At the end of the day, that next president might make you pay that shit back. And then everybody be fucked up. Am I right? Right. The next I'm president. I'm gonna take, well look, if you get into office, Mr. Asian man, and Malcolm don't want your his thousand dollars, you can send me his thousand dollars. And I'll y'all gonna look at y'all's income. And then y'all gonna look at y'all. Then y'all gonna look at y'all's income check. Check and be like, man, damn, my shit short. I got three dollars. I got three dollars. Because that money is coming out of somewhere. That money is coming from somewhere. Like, damn, I'm used to getting this amount. Now I got like five hundred dollars with these with these three four kids. You gave me five hundred dollars. That's what that thousand dollars is. Give it to me then. Paying that shit back. They getting that money back somehow. Give it to me. Um, when we first started this show, 
We wanted to bring on some of our good friends and our acquaintances to let you know where they've been, where they're at now, and where they're trying to go in life. And today, we got a special guest that came and pulled up on us at the cookout. We got Miss Lolo. Hey. Is that what you Lola. like to go by? Lola? Yeah, Lola. Lolo. And what's that short for? Lauren. Lauren. Key Lolo. Key Lolo. <laughs> <laughs> Lolo. What's going on? What's up? How you feeling? You feeling good? I'm feeling great. You got some Thank good you, you got some good food me. in you? Yes, the food was amazing. Yeah, we had to switch it up a little bit um today. Um Lolo is a, a vegan, so we had to come with some with some uh with some vegan some vegan items, I guess that's what you would say, call it. We normally, yeah, we normally vegan have like tacos. a whole bunch of grease and shit like that. You know what I mean? So really, so what is your normal menu? Just like, chicken, chicken fish, <laughs> beef, beef, bone chicken. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you guys doing this for me. Really yeah, no, it's all it good. It was so good. Definitely. It's all good. You try to make the guests feel comfortable. You know what I yes. mean? Right. It's definitely a, a vibe. Um. So I got introduced to you by um, my bro Joey. You know what I mean at a um, at an event. I can't remember which event it was, but it was a like a, a networking event. Um, so a lot of people they know you by what you're doing now, but we kind of want to take it back. You know what I mean to where you got the love for doing what it is that you do. Okay. So can we do that? Yeah. We gonna talk about it all. all That's right. cool. That's up. Okay. So um, where did you originally um, grow up at? So I grew up in Wisconsin. Um, well, I started off in Michigan for the first seven years, went to Wisconsin the next seven years, and then ended up in, in Milford, Ohio. Mm. So I've been in Ohio the longest, seven years, since I was 13. Mm. So, Milford. Milford. I remember we used to play them in, in sports, didn't we? Oh, yeah. Middies, yeah. we, yeah. we used to do them bad, yeah, too. Smash them. Used to do Milford <laughs> real bad. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I know Milford was good at uh, swimming. Oh, that's okay. what sport was like. Yeah, that, I don't think that's really our sport for them. <laughs> 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 Did Milford even have a swimming Not that I remember. You know anybody like, not that if we can't remember. We went to high school, we promised. Hey, we paid like attention. Okay, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Remember the swimming team. I used to wear them, the um, the swim caps. I didn't know. What <laughs> <laughs> so, um, two parent household or? Um, so my parents got divorced when I was like three, mm. and then I had my stepmom. So technically, two parent household, but okay. raised by my stepmom and dad. Yeah. So how was how was um, like like schooling for you? I hated like, school, but I mostly just hated home. So I think that school was like kind of an escape, but in school I wasn't a nice person. I took a lot of my anger out in school with other people that I could just like kind of be mean to. So you was getting in fights you and were shit? You a bully? I wasn't getting into fights. I'd get into a lot of arguments and I didn't have any problem like embarrassing you or calling you out or making you look stupid or mm. stuff like that. You got Girl a crew? Boys yeah. It was with a crew? You had a crew, or was it just you? Yeah, just I had dolo. Like, gang with me, but they were nice. <laughs> 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 they were like, "Yo, you should chill." So it was like, but those are the people that like definitely helped change my life. So I needed mm. that. Good, good. So it wasn't like a mean girl's kind of clay. No, I was mean like girl. the mean one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotcha. So um, 
like I said, now that I know you, you into like the hip hop and mm -hmm. and shit like that. So when did that start? Like, did that start off early for you? Um, I would say like really late. Like I've always loved music and stuff, but um, later on when I got my first apartment in two thousand eleven, uh -huh. I met this group. There, they go by YNO Young and Official. Uh -huh. I don't know if you guys have heard. Yeah, of them. I've heard of them. Okay, cool. So. Um, Fonz and Tim and mm -hmm. me, Fonz and Tim, we all lived together and I met a lot of people through them and just like going to their shows consistently. Uh -huh. I just fell in love with the local scene just all together. But you was listening to hip hop before that though, right? Yeah, or... I was listening to music, but I wasn't like some like, like I knew all the underground or anything. Like I just really knew it was. On and like radio. really it was like my friends, like my friend Tasha and Becca who really put me on to like a lot of like rap and shit like that because before that it was just you know what i could listen to at home like what what was that uh that it was like radio type <laughs> oh, music okay. you know i had a nelly cd and a 50 cent cd and that shit got taken from me yeah nelly was yeah, you know what i'm saying yeah, i'm yeah, saying yeah. like nelly really crossed over everybody though like right. i feel like i thought he was comfortable and all, well, yeah well hot in here though i was gonna say in the very beginning though when he was with the lunatics mm -hmm. Saint lunatics mm -hmm. they were low and they were cursing yeah. right you know what i mean so and then 50 cent yeah, everybody. Yeah, I just loved him so much. That was my first like crush. Like, oh, I love him. <laughs> Your first crush ever, like, like celebrity in, crush, celebrity ever. crush. Yeah, for real. Yes, I loved him. Like that's your first celebrity crush that I remember. That you can remember. Mm -hmm. Who was yours? Justin Timberlake. That's why my mind no, 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 no. is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of people's Man, when you said that with confidence. <laughs> Hell yeah, Timberlake. JT. Oh, you can still get it. If you're listening, JT. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, you, um, you link up with the guys from uh, Young and Official. I said that right, didn't I? Yeah. 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 And, like, so, so like, you go on, a, you go on the shows with them and... And yeah. stuff like that. Just really like being like a background friend, and that's like what I love, like being like the background friend that like really knows your personal life and stuff like right. that. Right. But I'm not like in all the pictures and right. You know what I mean? Right. Shit like that. So right. yeah, so it became cool to like just get to know people on that type of level and by name versus like rap name, and then I started to just build on that. I'm really just good at relationship building. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cause I'm good like you, like you are really good at asking a lot of questions. I'm good at that too, but that really allows people to open up to you and it builds really beautiful relationships. Right, right. So, so in the mix of doing like all the stuff you you've been doing, like was there ever like somebody that that you had like a like a guy, like a close guy? Why? What do you mean? Like, like once you started, like. Like going to these shows and you know and doing things like that. Like, did where, I have a boyfriend? Yeah, time? I didn't want to just come out and just. Oh, so I was dating somebody, but and I would still go to shows, but then he found out. Yeah, that's the reason why I'm asking. Okay, yeah. I know so, that yeah, so yeah, so I have had my past of like you know being with people, and I've kept those people friends because it's nothing more than just drunk things that have happened mm -hmm. and um he found out about it and it was just like it was a game changer for him and that ended our four-year relationship mm -hmm. but wow. but 
what I will say is that was a huge blessing because I was so focused on making sure that he was happy that I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. So right. now I'm here and it's definitely hard for men to accept how many other men are in my life. Cause, mm-hmm. But it's weird because I'm not like kicking with men all the time. Like, right. And a lot of men that I love to be around are married. Mm-hmm. And I love their wives and mm-hmm. I love their kids. And so it's not even like... It's, it's just, not like that at all. So like I, that's what I like. Us men, we just so like insecure. Hey, right. brother, brother man. <laughs> I need you to freak a little slower. Right? <laughs> a little quiet. Now the Lord. A little quiet. Now sound a little, a little, sound a little, a little crispy. Yeah, act like your parents is in the house and you got to freak it real, real quiet. <laughs> you about to just stop. Pull out. But as I was saying, though, like us men, like we, 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 we we yeah, we insecure. You know what I mean? And that's what I say all the time. Like, I'm really going to have to be with a man who's super secure with me, with what he's got going on. Uh-huh. He's got to know that he's a creative and maybe he has his own Shit. thing going on. So he's got females that he deals with and he has his... Like, I feel like if you just know yourself and you're right. good, like, you should be good. It shouldn't be... And plus, I'm super honest. I'll tell you, I've slept with this person, or I've done, you know what I mean? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to be honest. There's not that many, but I'm still going to be honest with you. And I'm, right. But I've been told that I'm too honest, and that's caused problems, too. So it's kind of like, I'd rather be too honest than this. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's going to take somebody super it. secure, but in finding that person that is super secure, that's going to be the right person, and I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. And that person might be out there. Right. That person might, might be, be listening. Might be out there. <laughs> right. It might. He might. He might need to get a, a rapper. And he because he. I know. That was gonna be a question I was gonna ask you. Like, do you feel yourself gravitating towards rappers? And no, not rappers. Not necessarily. I think just creatives in general. Okay. Like, right. like my ex, he's a painter, like amazing fucking artist. And ever since I've been with him, I've just not been with anybody who wasn't a creative. Mm. Right. So um. As I was uh, scrolling through your, your Instagram, I seen that you was like a, a, a animal lover, a yes. dog lover in particular. Yes. I seen you in the picture with like, you had like, I and think. You guys got a dog named Louie, and he's so cute. Louie, Louie. I seen you in the picture. I could I could be tripping. I might be tripping, but it like you was holding in one picture, you had like 50 dogs. Am I, is that too many? Well, there was seven. Okay. I thought, it's like she had 50 dogs on one leash. I, I, I thought that's what I seen. It was seven dogs. It was early, yeah. so I don't know. So Seven dogs. So when did that come about? Oh, I've been walking dogs for three years now, so it's easy for me to walk seven dogs at once or eight dogs at once. So how does that that work? Like you like you do that as like you get paid for it, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what like they just That's what I do for a living. Is so they, I walk dogs. So how do they, they they hit you up? Like how does that process like you gotta It's word of mouth really. All my clients have really pretty much come off of word of mouth. Uh-huh. So I'm just now starting the marketing phase. I just paid for my website and uh-huh. all the shit that goes along with it. But um, it's just been word of mouth and I do half hour walks. That's why I was going to ask how long. Yeah, like, and it's, and, it, and, it's, and it's people like they so busy, they just like call you, like come out and walk my dog. Yeah, you know? well, a lot of these people like they work like 12 hour days, so uh-huh. they just love their dog and they think that it's worth it. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah. And it's like a certain, well, everybody's in different areas, so. Mostly just downtown. Find, okay, so is it like a certain place you take them to down there? I know they got like Washington Park. Yeah, we like go that. to Washington Park a lot. So like those pictures that you saw, those were at Washington Park. Okay. Or we just walk. 
Okay. So sometimes it'll catch us in Union Park or over by Ludlow. It just depends. And do you got a dog yourself or? I have three dogs. What you got? Wow. I have a Chihuahua, uh-huh. and then I have his son, who is a Chorky, a Chihuahua Yorkie mix. Feisty. And I have. Mm. Yes, he is. He's a little Feisty. fucking asshole. Them, them Chihuahuas. He's an asshole. <laughs> my Chihuahua is really fucking nice though, but my Chorky is an asshole. But then I have a pit bull. His name is Zoltan. Like, I'm scared of pit bulls, man. They, oh I know everybody said they get a bad rap, but I'm just, I don't no, know. Why you treat them right, then treat no. you right? Uh, <laughs> Uh-oh. So I, my dog, he's treated right. He really, I mean, he is, like, so loved. I've never, like, beat his ass and loved him. Mm-hmm. And he has been in four fights now where he's, He's gotten fucked up into a one, but in the other two, it was just like really fucking bad. And it's to the point where he blacks out, money. and so I can't get him off other dogs. Oh, right? yeah. So yeah. it takes a lot, and I've gotten stitches, and I've been fucked up from the whole thing. He has never switched up on me, mm-hmm. but that switch in pits are so real that I, I used to be that person that would deny that and say, no, you, it's how you, no, 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 no. Really? Well, no, I, 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 my dog has never went crazy like that. I mean, he's only five, though. I don't know how old you're And mine is a year. But uh, mine has got, he's so big. He's so big. He's, he's, he just has gotten, I don't know, and he's so strong, dude. He's I got so an 80 strong. pounder. He's a big baby, but he's never yeah. went crazy. See, mine's only 60 dog. pounds, yeah. but he had, he is so strong. Miss Lee, every time I come over there, I knock on the door, and one of her kids go on the door. Part, I say, "Is the dog put up? Is the dog get put up?" I'm waiting till the dog get put up. I only put right him up. He does not bite. He's never bought, bitten any of my four kids. I'm the only reason you put the dog up. Put him, huh? Yeah, just because he's bigger than you. That's the only reason. When he jumps up, he's bigger than you, and I know he will take him over. Jody Joe, and Jody, I'm not trying to traumatize Jody him. Jody Joe, what you think about pit bulls? You, you rock with them or? I stay away from dogs. Right? <laughs> I, I had a dog. I had a dog for a mere three months, and I was done. It was but little too. I, said, I, wasn't, I wasn't ready for the responsibility for a dog. Oh, see, I am. I have, you know, I have three, and I, I, I love my babies. Like, so I'm like after this. That's why I've been telling you, like, I gotta get home because I have to walk my dogs and I have to make sure they're good and shit. So, um, I love being able to take care. of it's like the greatest. I wake up in the morning and if I don't have to take care of my dogs, it's really weird. Right. I don't like it. I'll just be cool, chill with it for about 15 minutes. I'm cool with you after I'm done. <laughs> I'm already ready for that. Yeah. Do you have kids? I have four. Oh, really? And so, a dog and a cat. It's probably nice when you get to wake up without them, though. <laughs> I was going to say, that, like, I be wanting to give them all the way, run away, run away. But it does feel weird when you have when you have to wake up and not take care of Thanks. anything. It's like it just I miss my babies. I just love them. I love it. I well, let's switch places for a day, Lolo. I want to know what that feels like. Walk seven dogs. I'll walk seven dogs. They'll be walking with me. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, let me. Yeah. Me yeah. So so walking. and every time they. They do, they do. You gotta so you gotta run around with a couple little. Dogs, yeah. yeah, I pick up dog shit. So that's, that's good. Respectful. Yeah, that's good because when we take Louis for a walk, he be fucking the neighbors' yards up, and I just keep going. Because <laughs> <laughs> the rain gonna wash it away. Right. That's so nasty. You want you think you're safe to go walk around in your yard because you don't right. have a dog, right. and you're stepping in dog shit. <laughs> that is so. Bad. And she be asking me, you're like, you gonna get that up? You need it. No, I ain't bring no bag. It's over with. 
I take bags and paper towels just in case you saw somebody walking by and their dog just shit in your yard and they just walked away. I was saying, you right, gonna I'm say Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something. Right. You, better, you, better, you, better, you better get away with it. The plan, get off my the plan is not to get caught. Right. You never know who's watching. Right. You never know who's watching. People will watch and sneakily watch you. If right. that's right, sneakily watch you out the sh- like little blinds just to see if you're gonna pick it up. I told you, I told you, I seen that one lady, man. Uh, you remember Tom? He was walking his dog, and he and that and his dog shit in her yard, man. She sat there and watched it. She was like, and she was a little country lady too. She like, you just wanna let that dog just shit right there on that floor. <laughs> Shit it all on the sidewalk, man. I mean, oh man, Uh, he had no bag or nothing. No, she was salty. She was that was shit was funny. But it's dope though. People who really like love their dogs and stuff. I really think that's dope. Yeah, because dogs just like little people. Yes. <laughs> they are. I love dogs, but Louis I'm just like a little one. person. Look at Joey. I love my dog too, but I got somebody on uh, my timeline. I'm sure they don't tune in, so I'm safe. Tread light. <laughs> Tread light. They might Ooh, listen. Um, one dog. I love them to death too. Just in case they do tune in. My <laughs> 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 dog got sick. Um, got cancer. And had to have the leg removed. Mm. And then, um, you know, so like they paid for that surgery, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And then ended up passing away. And then now the other dog is had some mass in its stomach and was bleeding internally. And they were going to see the surgeon the next day. And I just couldn't imagine right. spending that kind of time, money, and energy. On the, like on a dog. But it depends on how long they had that dog. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, don't get me so. wrong, because I love, I mean, I cry, I mean, and I, I was that one who had, a, my mom took our, my dog Sadie and was trying to make sure I got out of school to say goodbye and kept giving it leader after leader, hooked up to machines and, you know what I'm saying, and paid crazy money to, but it's just like, damn. That's another reason that's why I don't want a dog, like, because I don't want to feel that attachment and then say if it does pass away, like. It's going to pass away. It's going to hurt. Like, yeah. Right. It's gonna hurt. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I hurt more when dogs. It's it's bad. It's bad enough people pass away, and then like you get close to a dog. But it's worth it. That the years that you get with the animal is so worth. And it's It's like that unconditional. Just like I was listening to Oprah's Super Soul Conversations today, and she said the greatest love that's closest to God's love that I could imagine is my dogs. She's had 21 dogs. Mm. She had 11 at one point. I want to say too. Well, she yeah. didn't have never had any kids either. Right? Yeah. Right. But your rich. kids can definitely love you conditionally. Yeah. Right. Oh, hell yeah. So it's like your dog loves you unconditionally. Right. That's, that's the closest to unconditional you'll ever get. Because a human can't do that. Mm-hmm. But a dog can't do shit. What you but mean? A dog can love you. Love what you. What do you mean? You can teach it to do things. It can do tricks. It can walk with you. It's about the companionship. It's You'll never feel you alone. And get fed. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never Jump be alone. Damn. And shit. 
we gonna keep this. My babies are the best on record because Joey gonna be that one. Right. We not listening to you. Dog. Joy don't like animals. Look at all. He be wearing all that fur and shit, too. So. I don't even wear real fur. <laughs> I think that is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I seen how they was skinning them cows. That was weird. I don't like that. Your sneakers on People that are listening hear your sultry voice, mm-hmm. but they don't know what you look like. Yeah. So it's my job to paint a little picture for them. Okay. How tall are you? Five nine. Five nine. Mm-hmm. I was putting you way taller than that. Probably because I'm wearing earlobes. Okay, okay, okay. So she's 5'9", ladies and gentlemen. What's your background, your ethnicity? Um, I mean, my dad's right, my mom is mixed. Mixed? Mm-hmm, black and white. Black and white. Mm-hmm. So what do you, can, what do you I identify mean, as? If I have to if mark have to something speak. down, I put other. Since... Since I've been able to understand that there is more to me than just being white, then yeah. Because I feel connected in a different way than... Like, when people tell me, like, oh, well, you're white, I'm just like, from what you see, but where? I mean, I, I mean, I don't know what, what makes me white. So you, have you been other since 2011, or would you say you've been identifying Since I was, like, a teenager. Like, since probably, like, 16, 17. So you... If I right now, because I honestly, when I walked in, right, you know, I've, I've been told that you were a white girl. Mm-hmm. I have gotten a bad rap on the cookout for not liking white people. <laughs> I love white people. One of my best friends is white. Oh, that's that line. Right? That's, that's that line right there, man. Hell, they can use it. I can, can use count, it. You can count how many Shout people. out to Jessica. They can use it. I can use it. Of course, her name is Jessica. And of course, her name is Jessica. She got a fat ass. <laughs> so does my stepmom and her name is Jessica. See, Jessica's that fat ass. But I honestly, when I walked in here, I didn't know. Right? I, I went and looked at your Instagram, but I'm not saying that all white people look alike. <laughs> but you look like a black woman to me. You look like a woman of color a little bit. I got a friend, Brittany, that um, is biracial, very fair skin. And I mean, I could put woman of color to mm-hmm. you a little bit. I mean, nobody's ever said that to ever. me. But every, every time people. And I only know, got one contact then, but. Every time, <laughs> every time people find out that my mom is mixed. They're like, oh, that makes so much sense. Everybody is like, wow, that makes... Nobody has ever been like, wow, really? Right. Everybody is like, wow, that makes so much sense. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess. But that's why it just is like a conflicting feeling because I feel connected to people that... I, I mean, I don't know. Look, Okay, wait. So, I say people of color, right? But somebody the other day was like, that's funny you say that because it's weird. But I'm like, was that Joey? It probably was Joey. Well, people of color is weird. Did I say people of color? You think it's funny? Yeah, I think that's kind of weird. For her to say it? Or the term period? That's the term the, people of color. Yeah, because like, it's like, what like do you say? People? Black people? Like, because like, you're a totally sexist. different shade than you. And Oh, well, when I say people I mean? of color, I'm like, referring like to color. all people of color. Like, 
Asians, right. Hispanics, like everybody. black people. Now, if I'm talking about black people, I'm just talking about black people. Right. I'm not calling black people people of color. <laughs> I mean, like, we are a million different shades, but we're right, all black. Because I mean... I mean, I'm black, but I got Irish in me. I know I do because my hair red and everything. Yeah. I got Irish. In me. I mean, but that's a lot of from what I'm like. My mom's, my grandmother was um, black and Irish. My husband's black and Irish. From all the research that I've done, as far as we're Irish, you know, they were niggers as well. They were outcast as well, and niggers as well. Joey mm-hmm. <laughs> outcasted as well, and um, they, um, you know, really linked up with each other. You know what I'm saying? Those were the first like interracial relationships because they were safe enough, but not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they were like outcasts. They definitely weren't niggers. They were called the N word sometimes, and yeah. they were the N word of the white people. I mean, they weren't treated like black people. I'm right. saying they was black people. They was the outcasts out there. I'm saying they was black people. They was the ones that were mistreated. <laughs> but uh, it wasn't that the same caliber. Were. Or the darker skin that you have around the, around world, the world, you're like even if you're Vietnamese or whatever, like the darker the skin that you have, the more of the outcast you are. It's just right. kind of how it is. How the white man set it up to be. Mm-hmm. So you say that you now identify as other. What is your dating choices? Like, what is your like your lifestyle of men? What is like how 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 does that? I date black men. Black men only. Yes, I've tried. I've tried the white men, and I've never tried any other. But like, as far as like, I've, it's only been white or black. But I just, I can't. I can't. I cannot. It does not sit right with my whole entire soul. To date a white man. Yeah. To date a colonizer. <laughs> I'm no, loving this, y'all. I'm loving this. This is this is what this is the perfect end of the year. Y'all have been getting on me so bad about white people. They have, and my dislike of them. I mean, I've never. I mean, run it back to me. Tag me in the episode of where I've said something completely off cuff and disrespectful towards the white race. And I, we can have a conversation. Well, I did hear that. Sorry, I heard that you are pro-black, which yeah. confuses a lot of white people. And so I think that it's interesting. So, like, why don't you explain what pro-black to you means? Because, because a lot of white people are confused that pro-black is not, is, is like non-white, right? right? Okay. Um, but I want to also know if, if white people can be pro-black. Oh, perfect. I'm pro-black. I feel like for me, pro-black is being all for the betterment, improvements of the black family, black community, black business, all things black, 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 all black, everything. White people can be pro-black. Okay. I do believe white people can be pro-black. I feel like white people can want the improvement and betterment and progress of the black people and black community. I feel like we as people should be pro-everybody. But to me, sometimes that's the equivalent of all lives matter. And right now we're just not in a place where we can, you know what I mean? You know, triumph. and You know, we have to be very particular and intentional right now. Right. But 
do you feel like I'm coming off? Do you feel like anything I've said to you has been I don't know, disrespectful no, or crazy? No, absolutely not. Because he, like, kills me. Like, <laughs> I get the calls. Oh, don't get us. I get the calls and the emails, that's all. But I'm cool. We, we can talk because I, right. I love this shit. And honestly, there's so many, I have so many perspectives because, like, growing up, my dad had children, two children with a mixed woman. Mm-hmm. But then when I, like, 50 Cent and Nelly and things like that, now I'm a nigger lover. Mm. But mm. you know what I mean. But and and if I'm gonna marry a black man, then I'm gonna live down by the river, and we ain't gonna have shit, and he's gonna leave me, and I'm gonna have niggled children and things like that. And this is things that your father has said. Yeah, and it's, does that stem from him being hurt from my mom? I don't know. Does that stem from him having very? He he grew up in a really small town, so I I can guarantee there was no black people around, and so he probably experienced them through sports shit like that or right. through jobs and then maybe wasn't good experiences right um so you said they divorced at three and you yeah. grew up with your stepmom yeah white, who was white yeah and your father white yeah your mother can yeah. i ask about her yeah so she's mixed she was raised by her dad who was black and his parents she was raised by his parents and um she has a lot of trauma though with that side of the family and so I don't know that she would ever say that's why she doesn't really fuck with black people like that, but she has some issues with them too. So she grew up in a black household? Yeah. All black? Yes. And married a white man? Uh, yeah. I, I, well, the first guy that she had a kid with was also mixed, just like her. Okay. So my older brother is half and half completely. And then she was with my dad, and then the man she's with now, yeah, he's completely white too. Like Mm-hmm. I mean, our trauma is real. Yeah, it really is. It, it, it really, really is. And that's why I'm trying to think of, like, the different perspectives. Because, like, even with my dad, I'm not really growing up around, you know, black people or really any other mm-hmm. people. Um, what he's been told or whatever, I don't know. Like, my grandma, she's racist, too. So, you know, you hear a lot of things in the home. And I heard a lot of things in the home, too. So how I... T- I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened to me, but when we moved to, I was always watching um, like black people shows growing up. So like the Cosby show or even just like Family Matters. It shows that how all black families, Fresh Prince. Y'all hearing this, right y'all? She said black people show. (laughs) I grew up watching those types of TV shows anyway. So I was always interested and felt connected. And then I grew up, like, really learning, like, we have that in our family. That's our bloodline and stuff. And so the older that I've gotten, I've just really embraced it. And, like, I I feel so connected to that side of my family. And Are you close with that family, with your mom? No, family? I've never met any of them. But everything, because uh, a lot of them are dead. <coughs> so everything that I hear about them, it's just, like, like the one... Uh, my great-grandmother, she owned five different foster homes for adults. So I went and I got my fostering license in Kentucky and my landlord said I couldn't do it, but I could be a foster parent in Kentucky. Mm. So I didn't know that that's what my great-grandmother had did Mm. her whole life. Mm -hmm. So it's like just the more and more that I hear about things, I'm like, this is the side of the family that I connect with. Because you are a black woman. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, 
I really, I feel like, I mean, I feel like, what does your mother identify as? You know, I was literally just thinking about that, and I have never asked her. Because what, what but she would probably, she probably do other. She would probably do mix. Because she has never referred, I've never heard her say she was. I'm a strong black woman. But see, my aunt, who is black, her children are way whiter than me. When I say like pale white, and they all identify as African American. They all do. So it's it's interesting just how your parents raise you and raise you to identify and, and teach you your roots and shit like that. I never learned anything about that side of my family. The more and more that I've learned, the more and more I'm like, this is like my people. They all lived in California. They lived by the water, which is, you know, where my like where I desire to be. There's just so many different things where I'm just like, this shit is crazy. So what is your relationship with your dad now? Um, we're cool. Okay. I mean, he lives out in Denver. We're, I'm going out there in January, so okay. he'll be 50, so... Okay, that's for sure. We're cool. I mean, he has he has grown a lot. Um, I went and saw them in May, and I asked them if it would be okay if I like just started telling my story about me growing up and mm. having the racial shit be a part of my life right. and being where I am now with mm. a lot of black friends. I mean, that's yeah. the majority of. Yeah, I was know, wondering if you catch like flack now with having a lot of black friends. They don't say anything black. to me personally. Whether they talk shit about me behind my back, I don't know at this point. I don't mm-hmm. care. But they don't disrespect me or anybody in front of me. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, he's grown a lot. And, like, he, the kids in his neighborhood, like, he addresses them and he talks to them about basketball. Like, he, is, he grew up playing basketball, so that's kind of how he connects with the black kids out there by where he lives. So he, he walks his dog every night, so he makes his, like... His job to like go and speak to them and okay so he's not he's, like, he's, he's changed yes he's, he's trying and he's changing and I think getting high helps like <laughs> just, yeah. just right. yes it's you know, legal in Denver right yeah, yeah. when you bring yeah. home your future husband your father I mean I've already husband. brought home a black man that I was with for four years and then his daughter and they did amazing with both of them okay. whether they said shit and like that like I said I've heard that they have. But they've never disrespected him or me with him or so. Now you just mentioned your ex had a daughter. Mm-hmm. How was your relationship with her? Amazing. Do you still have one now? Um. Well. <laughs> uh oh. So we broke up three years ago. Um, this past summer, we kind of like me and her. I reached out to her mom. Me and her mom were really cool. Like the last Mother's Day that I was with them, we actually all spent Mother's Day together. Mm-hmm. And so me and the mom were super cool. And um, so we like got our relationship back and was hanging out. And uh, he found out and told his daughter that I tried to kill him and I was a danger to their family and all types of other shit. Wow. Hmm. So, cause he owes me a lot of money and he, he has, <laughs> he has seen these hands before, okay? But. Black woman. <laughs> I'm trying to get our numbers up, y'all. <laughs> but but yeah, it was. But so when he did that, we just decided that right now, like she's only seven, so she's confused. Okay. And by him telling her her that kind of crazy shit, right. she doesn't know what to believe. Right, All that right. she knows is. But it's just crazy because like she would be at school and. I would come to her house and she'd be like, I've been so excited about this all day. I haven't, I have not been able to think about anything else. Like I've been so excited. 
And I just think that that's crazy to take that away from a child. Yeah, because I've never tried killing him. How much money does he owe you? Of just for one thing, he owes me sixteen hundred. Dun, dun, dun. This is the cookout court. <laughs> Gonna get this money. Look, you ain't trying to get this money. I'm always trying to get this. I'm always recoup. I need to be a tax. I just let the money go. I would just honestly, a genuine apology would be cool with me. I don't care about the money. A genuine apology. Oh, fuck that. I was about to say that. No, it's me. Well, you can hurt the apology. You can send that check in. I'm not breaking ice on that one. We're not doing that. No, I don't care about that. My calculations, you owe me two bands. He owes me two bands for that. He's going to round it up. 1600 plus interest, that's two bands. It's been three years. Three years? Oh, yeah. That might be 25. You want to shout him out? No. Mystery man, Lolo just wants an apology. But you can send the check to the cookout. Exactly. You should never die owing anybody. Right. So that's just, a fact, but that just goes to show what his character is. Right you see what I'm saying? You can't apologize or give the money you owe, and that's wild for somebody who's held you down. Like, like I'm, and that's that's the whole thing too. Like I'm, so, I'm too. I'm like so loyal and so just, and I do so much. Like I'll financially just, and it's just like I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. And he hasn't just, turned you off from black men. No. That's because you don't have a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and we built to take that shit. Look, look at you. Look at you. You ain't even back yet. Yeah. She ain't calling the police. She ain't getting no lawyer. Right. She ain't taking you to court. He took me to court. Mm. Oh, nothing's fine. She was with a white man. <laughs> 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 a black man's body. And a black man's body. Oh, <laughs> 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 Jesus. Oh yeah. Um, I want to kind of get into you know to what uh, Lolo is doing now, um, the networking and having events and yeah. being a part of events and you know what I mean and, and, and coming out and just just spreading love because I don't know if it's the you know the 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 marijuana but every time I see you I just always, like I feel like you always just preaching love and you mm-hmm. just spreading love like mm-hmm. always. So when did the the, the networking and, and wanting to bring people together and stuff like that, that start, like to when you really started putting it into play? Um, so in November would be like a year for my network or my positive living uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. So come like, it was like August, people really started to tell me like, you're really good at building relationships. You're really good at connecting people. You should really do something with that. And I just kind of felt like, no. <laughs> Why would I? And especially because this is coming from creatives, like people in the industry, and I don't do anything in the industry. I just am a, I, I know a lot of local artists and I know a lot of local creatives, but I don't do anything. You know, I'm just a supporter. But like, I'm that person that always is buying, you know, your shit and always supporting you and always promoting you and shit. So I'm like, fuck it. So my friend, uh, Master Fresh. Um, his Instagram is Master Fresh DJ. He was like, I I got an event, you know, or he's like, I have a, a venue that you can use. You can have your event there for free and I'll DJ it. So I'm like, shit, okay. He was like, well, the sooner the better. And I'm like, fuck, we need at least like four weeks. So we made it 
October 1st, so mm-hmm. it was like around the beginning of September. Well, so it was at the end of August, in the beginning of September is when we committed to um, October 1st, and it was on a Tuesday, and so we had it, and I um, individually messaged about 200 different creatives in the city, mm. from models to producers to um, rappers or videographers, photographers, and um, asked them all to come out, and so we ended up having about 100 people we had 78, or it was 84. I don't know. There was, it was like between 78 and 84 people that had um, signed up for our email list and checked in and everything with us. And what we were able to do was send that email list to every single person who was there. So mm-hmm. whether or not you got to talk to somebody, you knew what somebody did. We had, so on the email list, we had like their name, their company, um, what they did, and then their Instagram and um, then their email of course but we i emailed that to every single person that was there so they got to um, do that and then we also did like a game where we all got together and just shared things about ourselves and things like that so right that's cool this next one is gonna be dope right we're gonna we're gonna get to that but i wanted to say like i could i commend you for doing that because let's say i'm a rapper Mm -hmm. um I might not want to reach out to this model or this guy that does graphic design for my album cover, but you get all those creatives and and people all in one room, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you have no choice but to go and mingle. You know what I'm saying? So that that's really dope. Yeah, because at the end of the day, they all got the same goal. Right. You know what I'm saying? They want to move the culture forward. Yeah, you and that's, but what's really crazy is you would think that that's what everybody's main goal is, and that's what everybody's main goal is there. Yeah. But there was a lot of people who were ignoring me, who didn't come, who are a part of the scene, who didn't show up, and it's mm. like, you can just tell that y'all want to be self-made instead of unifying with everybody right. and just making it a team thing. You can go so much further with so many more people in your yeah. corner because right. that's more people streaming your shit. Right. That's more you people buying tickets when you do something. That's more people promoting you for free just because you're building a relationship with them. Exactly. So I've had hella people got together doing podcasts. They've made music. They've done videos. I mean, it has really been super fucking dope. So... All of the people who came to the first one are so excited about the second one. And for that, that's really crazy because, um, like, after one networking event, I'd be like, that's cool, but I met people that I already needed to know. Like, mm-hmm. But there's so many more people to meet, and so it's, it's crazy. My following has literally gone up, like, 600 since that event. That's what's up. Just based off of just literally just following local artists them shouting me out for doing the event and stuff like that. It's been a really beautiful thing and seeing color people come together has been really dope. But the like-minded people, the people who really want to grow, who really want to do this shit will be there and the people who don't won't. Like, it's cool. Right. There's no hard feelings. Right. Stay at home and that's right. what we want to say. Right. So now, you have a another big event coming up yeah. um, that bro was telling me about. Um, so, so what what you looking forward to for that? So at uh, this next event, it's Lolo's Web Two. So uh-huh. I made it Lolo's Web because I'm Lolo, and these are all my people, uh-huh. my web of people. Okay, um, so it's gonna be Lolo's Web Two Point um, We this time we'll have two videographers, a, a photographer, the DJ. We'll have open mic. Um, we will also. 
So when you first walk in, you'll also you'll sign in and you'll get on our email list, of course. Um, but this time I'll have games set up. So I'll have hella card games and shit like that that you can play. So when you get with your number, you'll go right to your number kind mm -hmm. of a thing. So that way you're already starting to interact with people you don't know right off, right, right. right away when you get there. Um, so we're going to do that. And then, I don't know, I just... I'm just trying to make it more interactive because right. last time it was interactive and everybody was talking, but it kind of took a minute. And I feel like if I can get card games going, they can just walk right in and just start playing and just right. start getting right into it. And so. you already have people that's committed that, that said that they're they're coming out. I believe I've seen the flyer and I've seen, like I said, I've seen bro. Oh, yeah. Seen there's it. a lot of people sharing my flyer and a okay. lot of people hitting me up about it. A lot of people are super excited. So Stoke. So and that is where? Location? Yeah. It's um it's called Arts OTA. It's two one four one Central Avenue. Okay. Um it's downtown Cincinnati. It's at an arts bar, so this bar is amazing. It's um there's a bunch of art in there from local artists that you can buy. And um they have like sketchbooks laying around so you can just sketch for fun and uh, for like $10 or something like that, you can paint a bottle mm. um, and they supply you with paint and then the bottle and you can paint a bottle. And yeah, it's actually really, it's a really cool place. Um, so we also have open mic um, because every single Tuesday Master Fresh does the open mic there. So we'll have open mic from, so the event is from 8 to 11 and we'll have open mic from 10 to 11. Mm -hmm. Well, it's going to be 10 to 2, mm -hmm. but... We're really trying to get people that came to the networking event and we want to get them in for a song, at least if they want to perform. Because if we can get 100, 150 people in the building and you can do a song in front of 150 people, that's dope. That's, I right. want to get up on stage and do <laughs> Right, that's dope. That's dope for a networking event. Right. And just for you in general and to get footage of that because there's going to be plenty of people there getting footage. I just think it's a good thing all around for everybody. And it really doesn't benefit me other than I just know more people know, which is a benefit to me. It's right. a big benefit to me, but it's not like I'm making music and getting with these people and able to create shit. Like, this is what I'm doing for Right. Everybody. That's really, really dope. And if you in the area, you should be pulling up to go to Lolo's Web 2.0. Yeah, it's uh, January 7th. January 7th. That's a Tuesday. Yeah. 8 to 11 is the event. Yeah. But the venue will be open until 2 a.m. Yes. So if you want to keep partying. Yep. Cover charge or no? No. No cover oh, charge. Can't be there. <laughs> and then we also got Sweet Tooth in the building selling clothes. Um, SGA, you know, the familiar. So Jody no Joe, the Superfly CEO. Not to pull up. Come right. through. And don't Check be a hater. Up. Pull up. And if you want to be a hater, you know what we say at the cookout. What we say, Miss Lee? Fuck, fuck, you. You. Fuck, <laughs> you, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. All I know is, I know a few, 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 few listeners who will hear this show before January 7th. And if we don't see you in the building, you have no more clout. I'm calling you out. I'm calling you out. You do not want to be famous. I'm going to call you out. So if you listen to the show, Miss Lolo has, I look, I don't put Miss in front of you. Lolo has given you the information. You can hook up with over 100 people in the industry doing their thing. A chance to get one foot closer out of Middletown. Cincinnati. 
I'm talking about I'm talking, I'm talking oh, to the talking people to here in Middleton. Okay. That's fake famous. <laughs> if we don't see you at this event, baby, listen, I'm calling you out. So. Yeah, and I would love to be able to, because everybody I've met through, like, messing with Joey, like, that ha everybody has been dope. Everybody has been dope. So I appreciate like his business, what he's doing. Every single person I've met through it, it's been real dope. Pure relationships, like no weird shit, it's been dope. No weird shit. Elaborate that. I'm dumb. It's just been good vibes. Good vibes. No, nothing to report to to, to the Me Too movement. No, no. Lolo said not she, so far. She been kicking it with the fellas, and none have inappropriately. Yeah, so... Well, I she mean, didn't want him to. That's, I mean, that's all I was asking. <laughs> but it would be just really dope to, like, bridge that gap, bring Middletown with Cincinnati artists and just... I honestly haven't found, like, a super dope videographer that you guys have. Like, yeah. I haven't seen any Middletown music videos that have been, like, wow. Right, we got a, we got a few. They, they just don't... The artists here, we just good with just putting out the music and going to play it in the club and letting some yeah. of our friends hear. Like, we don't, a lot of us don't really, like, push it, push it. Right. And I feel like we got some of the dopest artists in our small little section. We just got to just start applying ourselves a little bit more. The, like, visuals, though? Um, we got, we got one guy, and then we got another guy who was doing something, but then he kind of fell back. So, and that... And Wanna the one, shout him out? Yeah. No, I ain't gonna say no names. Mm -hmm. And then the one guy that we have, he, you know, he, he doesn't put out as much work, so... You know, hopefully yeah. 2020, yeah, it well, might change. We, yeah, hopefully, and they need to come to the event because there's also videographers that they can hook up with Cincinnati that are right. Gonna, you know what I mean? Like, if they need to learn some stuff, they right. just need to speak up and right or whatever it is. Right. So, Miss Lolo, you done came and you done told us a lot about you. you done kind of got deep. You got deep with us. Mm -hmm. Lolo the stallion. You got deep. <laughs> you got deep. Mm -hmm. But we want to know a little bit more about you. We want to know what what Miss Lolo would prefer. What does she like more? So we got this game that we play called the Ten Fat Commandments. Mm -hmm. And Freezy going to go ahead and explain it to you. Well, basically the Ten Fat Commandments is I ask you ten rapid questions to where you, it's just going to be like this or that. Okay. Let's go ahead and get right into it. Okay. Summers or winters? Summers. Um, LeBron or Jordan? Jordan. Gucci or Jeezy? Jeezy. Brown liquor or clear? Brown. Tall men or short? Tall. <laughs> Light skin or dark skin men? Light. Long hair, dreads or fade? Fades. Chicken or seafood? Neither. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot she was vegan. But uh, if I was gonna have to choose, I would choose chicken because I don't like seafood, so maybe. Okay. Uh, Christmas or Thanksgiving? Christmas. And last but not least, missionary or doggy style? Doggy. Okay, there we go. Uh oh. Bonus. Got a bonus question. Got a bonus. Lala. <laughs> <laughs> Nervous. Do you like your men long and skinny or thick and short? Long and skinny. Alright, y'all heard it. There it is. Y'all heard it. Oh, I didn't even get to. 
Do it. What? Do it. Do what? Do it. Do it. Do it. You don't even know. Do it. 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 So she's single, y'all. Uh oh. How do you know? You just you said you were. Are you not? No, I am not. Oh, I didn't know you knew that. Well, so are you? Okay. Damn, look, she tried to get me. She's single, fellas. Lolo. She. Says she looks like a white girl. She's a black woman. <laughs> I can see it as soon as I walked in the room, right? Real recognize real. As soon as I walked in the room, I didn't even, she didn't even have to tell me her mama was black. So should I start working black on my face? Please do. <laughs> you can too, Tasha. Tasha is full Hungarian. Hungarian. Hungarian, see? And, and your name is Tasha. So that means right. black. Right. <laughs> Tasha's marking black. <laughs> what do you want? Look, I'm now we in the peanut gallery now. Tasha, how, what do you identify as? Hungarian American. And on forms, you mark. Black. <laughs> we converting tonight, y'all. We are converting tonight. Nah, but for real. It's been nothing but fun. With Lolo tonight. I agree. Thank you guys so much. I love her to death. I have fallen I in love. love. I have fallen in love. So now hopefully we can stop catching all that flag. Right. <laughs> <laughs> OMG. Trust, this is not a show. Okay? Anybody who know me. We just had somebody on here a couple weeks ago. Want to shout them out to you. <laughs> To a whole black woman. Shout out to Tia. Love you to death, Tia. A whole black woman for real in Mars White. So, this is not for show. I like Lolo for real. You she know wait, I like? She marks white. She marks white. Because she's white. Because she looks white and it's easier that way. It's just easier that way. What do you mean? It's just, she, just has, she doesn't have to explain anything if she marks that. It's just easier. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Lolo. Lolo. One day we're gonna have to check out. We don't know when that day is. We all wanna to live to be 120, 150 if we could. But that day that you gotta check out, what is it that you want them to say and remember about Miss Lolo? I would say just that I would want people to just remember the way that I loved them. Like, I feel like I preach unconditional love the most and at least trying to reach as much try try to at least love the people in your life as unconditionally as you possibly can um, we live in a world where everybody is so quickly to just be like you did me wrong fuck you you're mm, off you're cut say off that. and I just don't think that's how you that's how it's supposed to be like we're humans we make mistakes we do things um, we need to be aware of the fact that trauma is real with people. People do things not necessarily because they want to, but they just, just truly don't know better mm -hmm. or whatever. And so just loving people unconditionally as much as you can. Um, and I just hope people remember me for that. So you, I told you, it's always love with Lolo. Because like, that's the thing, like, dude, a couple so years ago, I decided when we were, like, going on the I Am journey, the word that God kept saying to me is love, 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 right. like, like, I am love. And, like, that's why I posted on my Instagram, like, a couple weeks ago, like, 
I love and I put up with a lot of bullshit with a lot of people. But I do that because I'm not you and you're not me and God didn't put the love that he put in my heart in yours. So you will never understand mm-hmm. why I love the way I love. But I'll never understand why you're able to cut people off the way you're able to cut people off. Man, mm-hmm. it's not I don't, like a song. Right, I don't, I don't know why. You got tattoos? Yes, I do. I feel like I don't know why. I feel like you should just have like a heart or like a love on your neck or so like just somebody to sit on your on your face. Probably like my third tattoo was a heart, but me, I got it covered up because it was fading so bad. You should get another one. Yeah. How many tattoos do you? Have? Like sixteen. Mm. How many tattoos you got, Miss Lee? Twelve. Mm. Do you have them? Yeah, I got them. Yeah, I got all mine's out here. She got Miss Lee got all hers, and she was in the joint. <laughs> really? She was in she she was in Marysville for like twelve years. For real? Yeah. She's a Why? She got caught with a kilo. Are we being serious? We dead ass. It's the cookout. <laughs> we tell no lies here at the cookout. <laughs> the middle, the middle town Brazil, the farm fellow right here. <laughs> the god, the godmother. I killed somebody. <laughs> <laughs> really? No, I'm not going to do all that. I'm not, I'm not convinced of Lala, it's been love. Yeah. It's been fun. It's been real. The vibe has been phenomenal. I think everybody can attest to that in the room. We love you here at the cookout. Yes, I love you guys. Cincinnati loves you. Lionel loves you. Who? Lionel. Lionel. Oh, okay. Those are my guys. Thank you. What about Milford? Milford loves you. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> she was a mean girl. <laughs> Middletown, I hear this, and I'm sure they will love you. Yes. And Black community, we got a new one. We got Lola. Nah, for real, but... Color aside, no matter how you identify, you are beautiful. Your energy is lovely. Thank you. And just keep doing what you're doing. We appreciate appreciate you so much. I appreciate you guys. I am your host, Vuskin, a.k.a. Fatback Jackson. Ooh, with my co-host. Jordan Lee, the horror for Al. And this is the Cookout Podcast. The world's most secure podcast. We out. Bye.